And welcome back into another edition of the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. Again, three segments today. We're going to talk about last week's Week 9 action, and we're going to go into an interview with Sean Guida and his your best team now to see what he thinks about the league, and then moving into Week 10 previews and what we think is going to happen this week. Let's get right into it with the game of the week, the NCI Esticles taking on Crows Four Hose and Doug Appleby. Jeff House put up a good outing with 112.1, but it was not enough to overtake the Crows before Hose. I really thought he was going to follow into a three-game losing streak, um, with, but Matthew Stafford on Monday night just decided to pick him up and and have a great game, 25.4 effort and a 30-17 to win over Green Bay. House had a great effort out of T.Y. Hilton and a good one out of Cam Newton. Uh, he just was not enough to overtake the Crows before Hose as they move up to 6-3 and three and NCI Esticles drop to 3-6 and six in their division. And let's go back over to your best team now taking on Prison Ready. Uh, this was a game, again, Prison Ready's not scoring a lot of points this, this year, putting up 84.2. Uh, your best team now, and Sean Guida, has decided that they're going to start becoming a, com- a a competitor in this league as they go to 5-4, and four, um, putting up 112.9 points with a good game out of 22.4 out of Alex Smith, another 22.4 out of Todd Gurley, gets a two-touchdown effort out of Marshawn Lynch when it looked like he wasn't going to have a very good game, and then a 16.7 game out of Adrian Peterson. Uh, Prison Ready and the Fighting Buckleys had just a rough week. The, the running backs were were not great. He left Jay Ajayi on his bench, who put up 14.7. Um, that might have gotten him a little closer, wouldn't have won, but taken out of minus 1.9 out of Jonathan Stewart, just a, a rough outing with a couple of fumbles for him. So, was not enough as your best team now moves to five and four. Next, we're going to talk about the Fat Bottom Girlies overtaking the Muffin Stuffers. And this was a surprise not because the Fat Bottom Girlies um, didn't win, but it's mainly because the Vortex of Suck seems to be weakening a little bit. He let up 88.6 points this week, which is well above his average. But the, the fighting... The Fighting Bakers, the Fat Bottom Girlies, put up 97.3 in uh, a winning effort to the 88.6 of the Samandersons, who had a good effort out of Dak Prescott and Alshon Jeffrey, but it was not overall was not able to overall take um, the game from the Fat Bottom Girlies, who had a pretty substantial effort out of any everybody on his team. Just a, a really solid outing by his team. Everybody's in the double digits. Nobody really um, smashing the competition. And on to the newest, what seems to be Vortex of Suck, the, the Fighting Stones. Reverend Stone is putting together a four-game win streak to move to five and four. As he puts up 101.8 to overtake the Fighting Loveless's newly renamed My Season Equals NFL Ratings because they're both going down the tubes, 51.7 points. Just a terrible outing for him. Uh, had a couple guys on bye week, like Tom Brady and the Vikings defense, but still would not have done too much. Made a couple of, of errors and decisions with having Damien Williams and Javoris Allen on his bench. But just a just an overall lackluster effort. He looks to be one of the ones vying for the uh, the newly named Loogie Trophy. And then we're going to get into this, to my surprise of the week, which was uh, Upstate Rifles getting beat by the Twat Rockets. The Twat Rockets have quietly put together a two-game win streak, two straight games over 100 points. They're starting to really score. He had a great pickup out of uh, Carson Wentz. Marvin Jones goes off. Jared Cook triples his, his, his normal outing at tight end against Miami. Just a really good outing uh, for 
for for Zeke's, and then a, a conversely a, a terrible outing for for my Upstate Rifles team, changing quarterbacks at the last minute, leaving a guy like Tyrod Taylor for for Marcus Mariota, picking up a, a minus in the in a kicker category. Still have fairly solid outings out of everybody, but Doug but Doug Martin, um, Alvin Kamara gets twenty five point two, uh, but Blair Walsh completely screws the pooch with minus point with minus seven points. Uh, so that's your recap of the week. What happened last week, guys? Thanks again for listening. We're going to get into an interview with Sean in just a minute, but we'll talk to you soon. See you in the next segment. And welcome into the podcast, Sean Guida, owner of Your Best Team Now, looking to be uh, one of the one of the favorites for for the playoffs this year. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you? Fantastic. You know, a really sucky week last week, but hopefully we're going to follow back up with a good one this week. So yeah, it wasn't sucky for all of us. Just those of us who kickers uh, are making good points. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Um. Anyhow, so let, let's get into it. Who is your uh, who's your surprise of the week last week? Let's let's go. Let, let's get into it. Yeah, listen, I got to give the surprise of the week to uh, my boy Zeke and his Quat Rockets. He had people scoring who never score, including Marvin Jones with a twenty four point seven performance, uh, leading up to a almost thirty point victory over uh, your Upstate Rifles. Yeah, yeah, that was. That was my surprise of the week as well. I had a terrible outing, uh, as I covered in the in the in the first segment, taking guys last minute swaps of Tyrod Taylor for Marcus Mariota and putting Blair Walsh in as a kicker. I literally would have done better without a kicker. That was an eighteen point swing, so that didn't help at all. Um, so I'll, I'll give you that. But uh, who's your who's your game of the week uh, last week? And well, actually, who's going to be your surprise of the week this week? Sorry, missed one. Yeah, my surprise of the week this week is going to go to the NCI Esticles. I think they've got some great matchups. Um, and even with crazy bye weeks coming up, uh, they've actually got a lot of good guys sitting on their bench that can step into the role that they need so they can solidify a win this week. Okay. I can I can see that happening. I uh, I think that – I don't know if it's becoming a – becoming a, a surprise i think and jeff house's ncis schools are starting to put up some points but i do see the sam anderson's uh, not scoring a lot of points this week so i can see that happening uh, so who's your who's your game of the week pick this week who do you think is going to be what do you think is going to be the best game so far this week well like you i hate to pick uh anything on my own or on my own team but looking at the matchups and looking at the teams i've got to say that's going to be my best team now against the plot rockets we're lined up for a tight match uh, we've both had to do some bi-week work, and it looks like we both have some pretty good uh, lineups together. So I'm interested to see what will happen as uh, we go against Joe this week. Oh, interesting pick, and not a bad one. I'm going to go with the Fat Bottom Girlies against Sean Stone's Reverend Stone, just because both of these teams. Well, Fat Bottom Girlies are on a they're on a seven-game winning streak. Sean's on a four-game winning streak, and they both seem to have some kind of vortex of suck to not let people score points. So it might not be a close game, but it's going to be one that I'm watching as as the game of the week. Um, who's your? It smash- would definitely be very interesting to see Reverend Stone's team that should put up a lot of points come up against the Vortex of Suck with a team that scored so few points yet still is eight and one, which is absolutely ridiculous for any kind of fantasy football league. Seven game winning streak. 
So I'm with you. It, it'll be interesting. Ridiculous. He's starting to put up. I will say he's starting to put up points. Um, but who's your who's your smash of the week pick this week? Who's just getting their asses kicked? Well, there's there's just no way around this. Uh, it's going to be your upstate rifles are going to absolutely destroy Brian Lovelace's my season equals NFL ratings because he is right. The NFL ratings are terrible this year, and his team is awful. <laughs> put up 51 points last week, which is just as many as the Twat Rockets had on their quarterback and one running back. 51 points. Yeah, I, I'm with you. He is – I don't know what's happening. He's, he, he always looks like he has a good team, and then this, this year he just fell apart. I'm going to go – I'm going to go another way. I'm going to go with the Crows before Hose, uh, just absolutely dominating prison ready. Um their team is just is falling apart. Jonathan Stewart's not playing well. Derrick Henry uh, is is kind of in a timeshare. Jai is on a bye. I think he's going to be good later. Um, we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, I think I think uh, Prison Ready is going to get their, their butts kicked this week. So last last but not least, um, we're let's go into the donkey pick. I actually, you know what? Hold on one second. I've got to start a new segment and then we'll get into the donkey pick. Give me one second. All right, so sorry I had to do that. Let's get into the donkey pick now. Let's start with last week's donkey pick. Uh, I have a feeling I know what this is going to be, but go ahead. What's your donkey pick last week? Oh, yeah, you absolutely know what this is going to be. The donkey pick has to go to your upstate rifles. Sitting Tyrod Fantasy Wonderful Taylor for the Marcus Mariota pick. You lost 11 points. And that with a kicker would have put you back into some semblance of team. But you just had a had a terrible, terrible play last week. I couldn't believe you sat Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, yeah, I panicked. I uh, I looked at his splits for home and away, and they weren't good. And if we're being completely honest, it wasn't until garbage time where he put up two more touchdowns because they were getting throttled in this game. But either way, uh, garbage time still counts in fantasy. Would have helped me a lot. Blair Walsh is now on my forever I hate you list. So I give myself the donkey pick of the week last week. It was terrible. Uh, I was I was so mad, yeah. so so mad. And thanks a lot, Doug Martin. Any other kicker in the league? Literally anybody. It's actually funny. The other one I, that I was going to pick went from minus one. So not you just you know sometimes you just got to go with good and not necessarily worry about what the offenses are going to do. But oh mm-hmm. man, yeah, I'll give myself a donkey pick. Who's your donkey pick this week? Well, the donkey pick this week isn't even hard, uh, looking through the team. It's going to definitely be the Sam Anderson to have not four, not five, but six players on by because mainly they picked on two teams. They have three, count them, three pass catchers for the Philadelphia defense, and they're all on by this week. And if you go to their bench, they've got one guy in Devontae Adams with Green Bay and Brett Hundley throwing to him against Chicago's defense that they can stick in there and hope to get some reprieve. But the reality is they picked all Philadelphia, all KC guys. They are screwed this week, and it is because they had a terrible draft and have six bi-week players. Sam Anderson's, you are the donkey pick. Come on, get a grip on life. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on this. I think it worked for him, actually, when he played me because – 
Carson Wentz went crazy, but he needs Carson Wentz to throw 300-plus yards and at least two touchdowns to even make his team viable going into going into weeks because with three pass catchers. Uh, the Sam Andersons are, yeah. are not looking strong going into going into playoffs. I, I think they'll make the playoffs. I just don't think they'll make it very far if they're going to continue the roster, Philadelphia wide receivers and tight end. Um, viable by themselves on each team, but I you know, I'm I'm not okay with with rostering three guys that are all pass catchers from the same team. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, it, it'll take it'll take week one of the playoffs for them to go in, play a team with a good defense, and maybe they'll still win the game. Philadelphia will, but they won't win on an offensive shootout, and this management will be out of the playoffs with another 50, 60 point total. I'm with you on that. So, um, with that being said, that was that was the last piece of our puzzle for this for this segment. But is there anything you want to say to anybody in the league? I'll give you a quick thirty seconds. So, Anderson, diversify your team. Uh, Reverend Stone, you're not as great as you think you are. Although I love you as a person, and uh, hey, rest of the league, I'm coming for you. Get ready. I'm built for the playoffs. Well, that was uh, that was a lot of confidence. It's to re- remain to be seen. I'll be interested to see what happens with uh, with your your running back situation. See if Adrian Peterson can keep it up. But hey, I'll take it. So thanks for let- thanks for thanks being so on much. on the pod, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Here comes Flash Gordon. Yeah, we'll see about that too. All right, so thanks again, Sean Guida, for coming on the podcast. So let's get into what we think we can do this week, look at some previews, and then we'll re-go over standings and see how we how we look. Again, let's start with the game of the week. I'm going to go, this is an interesting matchup, with Reverend Sean Stone taking on uh, William Baker's Fat Bottom Girlies. Uh, Billy's got a couple of a couple of bye weeks coming up, but uh, he's he's obviously got enough people to fill out a team. Uh, he does need to find a quarterback because he's got Derek Carr and then Deshaun Watson on the IR. Um, and Sean Stone comes in with pretty much a full slate of players. He's got only Travis Kelsey on a on a bye week and a suspended Mike Evans, who he, during this podcast he changed his lineup. Um, this is just going to be really interesting to see what happens. Uh, they both have this kind of vortex of sucks surrounding them. If I had to go with my gut, I'm going to say the Reverend Stone's going to take this. With Juju Smith-Schuster against a, a bad Indianapolis defense. Ezekiel Elliott against Atlanta. Um, just some good things going on for him. I think he takes this one. I think he stops the seven-game winning streak uh, of, of the Bakers. So I think he goes to 6-4 and four and wins this one somewhere to the tune of, we'll say, 115-98. to uh, 98. Maybe a little better than that. Like I said earlier, I don't necessarily think it's going to be the closest game of the week, but it's just the one that I'm most interested in. So next, let's get to the NCISticals taking on the Muffin Stuffers and the Samandersons. This is, like Sean said, is surprise of the week. I kind of agree with it. I think that the NCISticals take this one, stop their three-game losing streak, and extend the Samandersons to a two-game losing streak. Again, because they have not diversified with pass catchers. They've got three Philadelphia wide receivers. Not going to be a good week for them. they got to find a new defense, a new kicker. I hope they end up with Blair Walsh just because he's my brother, and it's not fair that that crap happened to just me. Anyhow, I think the NCIS schools take this one somewhere to the tune of, um, we'll go with 101 to, oh gosh, I'm not even saying the Muffins ever split up a lot of points. We're going to say 101 to, to maybe 75. 
let's get into what I think is going to be the surprise of the week. Uh, and sorry to do this, Deshaun. I know you were just on the podcast, and I really appreciate it. But the Twat Rockets are coming, and they're coming hard. It, this is just something that with a two-game win streak coming into a three-game win, win streak, I believe, uh, maybe Jordan Reed getting on the getting on the board against a tough Minnesota defense, but he's got some good things working for him. We'll see what happens. I think he changes his lineup a little bit. Uh, if I think he inserts uh, Kelvin Benjamin in, into the, into the spot, I I don't know. I Sean's got some good matchups, but still, I think Twat Rockets take this one. And in, in my surprise pick of the week, I think they go somewhere. Um, Again, like 104, I think he has three straight 100 weeks uh, to maybe like a 101. I think it's going to be the closest game of the week. And let's go to what I think is going to be the smash of the week, and it's Crows Before Hose taking on Prison Ready. Prison Ready's not putting up a lot of points this week. Crows Before Hose is starting to put it together, it looks like, as he takes gets another win next week. But he's got some good matchups with Le'Veon Bell, um, a, a Jack Doyle, and Golden Tate against a, a soft Cleveland uh, secondary. We'll see what well, against slot receivers. I think you put Stefan Diggs into his lineup. I think this one's going to be easy for him. Uh, maybe like a 110 to uh, 65. It's just not going to be pretty. Prison Ready's not putting up points. <clears throat> Last but not least, let's get to the Upstate Rifles taking on Loveless's My Season Equals NFL Ratings. Um, again, I hate predicting on myself. I really like what my team looks like right now. They're just not putting up points. Um, but Brian Loveless also, his team is is putting up even less points. Uh, his just it's not necessarily his team that's getting injured, but their quarterbacks again with uh, Jordy Nelson having having uh, his quarterback go down, Deshaun Jackson going as having his quarterback Cameron Brait. Uh, it's it's Will Fuller. All of his guys are, are relying upon somebody else. I think that um, that I'm going to take this one. Probably I'm not even going to put myself in the hundreds. I'm going to say it's uh, even though I'm projected for 116. I'm going to say 98, but I'm going to say to like a 62. Um, that is just it's not going to be a good game for him. All right. So as always, I got 30 seconds to get into the standings. So let's run through it real fast. In the Gents Division, you got your best team now, and Sean has an overall one game lead at five and four. <clears throat> Upstate Rifles at four and five in second place. Twat Rockets at three and six. Prison Ready at three and six. And my season equals NFL ratings and Loveless at three and six. Uh, Fat Bottom Girlies have a tight hold with an eight eight and one record in the Ordinaries Division. Crows Foros at six and three. Muffin Stuff at five and four. Reverend Stone at five and four. And NCIS Thanks for listening, guys. Peace out. See you next week.